1: Oh, Hello, everybody! Welcome back to after Buzz TV's Parenthood After Show. We are here doing season six, episode nine. Oh my goodness, the end is near! Oh. Episode Lean In. Whoa, oh, we were all leaning in in that episode. Yeah. We were all leaned back too after what just happened. I'm your host, Marissa Sarafini. Joining me, I have Hey guys, I'm April Wissenham. Hey everyone, I'm Kelly Knezovic. Okay, we just have to start. Oh my goodness. Speechless. Literally. I
0: think after they showed the preview for next week, I'm pretty sure none of us said anything for maybe a good 15, 20 seconds. And that's a long time. A legit long time. That's a
2: long time. My heart is literally like, it it feels like someone is squeezing it right now. That episode tortured me. And to have such a good, like, Jolia episode and for me to still... Feel like this right now? I just I I don't even know how to how to move forward.
1: Neither do I. I mean, we were literally speechless at the end of that episode, yeah. and we were all saying, "How the heck are we going to talk about it for an yeah, hour?" Yeah, this
0: was not a good. Epi- I don't think this was a great episode. No, you I know mean, it's always great, but no.
1: it I, was that great that we can't talk. about exactly. it. It's so
0: hard to talk about
2: it.
1: Okay, but we have to. Yeah. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. All right, let's just get. One of my least favorite stories out of the way of Please. this episode.
2: <laughs> I Ruby. I wonder who. No. Oh my
1: goodness. Out of all of everything that went down in this episode already, we did not need Ruby. No. You could I mean, completely cut the story out yeah. and it would have been perfectly fine.
2: I've seen Ruby more than I feel like I've seen anyone this season. The I'm main like, cast. Come on. I'm surprised you
0: didn't say more than you see Julia. Oh, I <laughs> oh. oh will. That's exactly we the won't problem. We'll get to that.
2: That's exactly the problem. I'm just like, huh, uh. Yeah, I'm done with that story i felt well i felt bad the girl who plays ruby is a great actress but the yeah, storyline I'm, sure I'm just like uh, i'm done with it
1: well the thing is it it felt like such compared to all the big heavy episodes seasons or er, goodness i'm speechless i can't talk <laughs> that all, all the heavy stories we had in tonight's episode hers was the lightest one and didn't fit with Really anybody other than the fact that yes, Ruby now has this part. She's the lead in Sandy because the first girl dropped out. And the only reason why we had the story was to bring Mark Sarah back. Exactly. Yeah.
2: But see, you could have brought that back without. In so many other different yeah. ways. I agree. And they can grow Sarah and Hank's relationship in other ways that don't have to do with Ruby. Like it's, it's almost like they're overdoing it at this point because the fact that we're tired of seeing them kind of play that angle. It's just that it needs to happen in a different way. Which I I have a feeling it probably they're kind of like done explaining and fixing that relationship at this point. Um, Because obviously we see that it's about to get realer than it's already been. But I don't know. Um, I think they're trying to show that Hank has baggage.
0: But we've seen in multiple episodes before tonight, he has baggage with Sandy, with Ruby, we can kind of cut that storyline short. Mm-hmm. We don't really need to keep addressing it.
1: Yeah. But we do see Mark and Jason Ritter is back. My love. Mm-hmm. With a perfect <laughs> smile. <laughs> what did we think of Sarah, um, Mark's interaction when they first met eyes across the audience and he was speechless too. He was like, uh, oh, wait a minute. Everyone's yeah. <laughs> looking at me right now. I'm supposed to be talking. Mm-hmm. But what do we think of this whole situation when they find out that they're together in the same room again?
0: They have such great chemistry. They do. This literally, it's, you took with, with their eyes. It's just, they have such a strong connection and it's beautiful. I love
2: seeing it. I think they have, honestly, I think they have a connection that Sarah and Hank really don't have I mean I think Hera, Hera and Sank is what I was about to say <laughs> no. Sarah and Hank obviously have a deeper connection in other ways but I, I don't think we we don't really see that excitement between the two of them it, there's and obviously like real deep meaningful relationships are more than just the excitement The we took it all
1: we brought them to our land an endless night Ember, hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in
2: the end, what will I become?
0: Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2.
1: Play it now with
2: Game Pass. Butterflies and that sort of thing, but I don't know. They just have such a connection that it keeps me like kind of hanging on to him a little bit. Which yeah. is exactly why they brought them back.
1: I, I agree because the chemistry is through the roof. They connect in ways that Sarah and Hank can't because mm-hmm. Hank's personality, his the way he presents himself, he's very closed off to people. He has a hard time opening himself up. And Mark was that open book, literally, yeah. because mm-hmm. he's an English major. Oh, but what do we? What do we think of Hank handling the situation knowing that Mark is back? They were very civil. About it, he, And he was very understanding. And he was pretty much the bigger man in this situation. Hank is
0: doing really well this episode. He was opening up to Sarah and communicating twice. I mean, granted that second time she was like, Oh, you didn't say anything in the car ride home. Are you okay? Um, so, yeah, it was a little more difficult for him to bring up the whole Mark Sear topic. Mm-hmm. But, um, but, yeah, I think he was being very honest and very real. And it was a nice... Nice change. I mean, he's learning. He's growing. And we saw those changes with Sandy a couple weeks ago. And he's finally doing
2: it with Sarah now. And I I like it. Me too. We're definitely seeing a whole new Hank that I really like. I like the fact that he can express it or is expressing himself when it's so difficult for him. And I think he handled the Mr. Sierra situation perfectly. Mm -hmm. He didn't freak out. But when he noticed that things were slightly a little bit off, he was direct and asked Sarah about it, which is really difficult for him. Yeah. And so as a fellow person who lives in the land of passive aggressiveness, <laughs> I I was really proud of him that he said something. And sometimes it takes a little bit for him because he wants to gather his thoughts in addition to it's difficult for him. So I think he handled it perfectly. He felt something weird about the situation and he addressed it like he should. So
1: And I uh, love it. And I love how he told... How confident he was in himself and in their relationship. And he says, if if it means something to you, you know, if it's important to you, you go have this dinner with Mark and talk to him or whatever meeting that they were going to meet up. And are you satisfied with how Mark ended his story? Because it seems like this mm-hmm. was official closure, especially for being the farewell season. Are you satisfied with his ending?
0: No." I think it's kind of expected, though, because we saw him, was it last season, he said he's engaged, or he's married, or something along those lines? Last
1: episode with him, he says he had a fiancé, and he was about yeah. to get married.
0: But mm-hmm. didn't he reveal it kind of in a similar manner, too, where it wasn't just, right? I mean, they had dinner, right? Or oh, drinks. by the way. Yeah, and he's like, oh, I'm I'm engaged.
1: Yeah, and and I remember that episode, because we were talking about it that the way he dropped that bomb, it was even before they ordered anything. It was like, you don't start uh, off your yeah. dinner with that kind of news. Awkward. You wait until but, you're, like,
2: full and over dessert. But yeah.
1: I, I loved Sarah and Mark's conversation, and then even Sarah saying, this might feel weird, but I'm glad I knew you. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad she knew him, too.
2: I am, too. It was definitely... I'm not happy with it only because, obviously, I love Mr. Sear, but I do think Sarah and Hank are really good for each other and are supposed to be together. Um, But the reason I'm not happy with it is because I do still see that connection, Mm -hmm. and so it's tough to kind of completely pull away from it, even though, you know, this is a... that's He's doing exactly what he wanted. You know, he and Sarah were trying to have a baby, and that's probably why, you know, she kind of teared up a bit because thinking back to how... You know, like troubles that they had with that and the stress over it and everything with her family even. Um, I don't know. I'm happy that he is happy, but then it's still like, mm-hmm. are you 100% happy because you are, you are looking at her so longingly yeah. and she's looking at you so longingly. But I get, you know. Sometimes there are relationships where, you know, feelings kind of never fully go away. Right. And maybe theirs will just be one of that. And that doesn't mean that he doesn't really love his wife. She doesn't really love Hank, but, you know. Yeah. I think part they of definitely life.
0: had a couple of those what if moments. I mean, they've tried it a the couple times. The one that got away. The one that got away.
2: Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I agree.
1: I mean, but I am happy how they're on a good level. They ended. Things were tied up with them, Mm -hmm. and there's no unhappiness, really, or like any bad hurt feelings whatsoever. That they are adults and they're content with each other, and they're probably going to remain, unfortunately, good friends. Yeah, and that's it. Because Sarah, at the end of that night, Hank asks her, "Are you happy in the relationship?" And she says, "Yes." Mm
2: -hmm.
1: After Ruby stormed in on them and ruined that moment. Truly
2: <laughs> She did look really happy in that moment, for sure, yeah. whenever she was saying that to him. And I think that meant a lot to him. Yeah. Because he wants to know. That's important, you know? He he realizes that he has a lot of stuff, but Sarah has a lot of stuff, too. So, it's like, everybody has a lot of stuff. And I think you know? that's why
1: Hank and Sarah go well together, because they both have baggage, and they, they're you know, they grow from each other. Mm-hmm. And that's you know, just wisdom in relationships that everyone has that, but they can handle it together like adults. They know they have that understanding of right. each other. I concur. Yeah.
2: I like it. All right.
1: I mean it was nice to see Jason Ritter finish out his story on yeah. a fairly
2: I loved his little appearance.
1: Note. Yeah. It's it was so sweet. It was it's short so and sweet, sweet. And that's all and that's all we needed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, another story that seems very well tied up, and they're tying up a lot of loose ends in this mm-hmm. this show. Dylan, Dylan and Max, mm. M- Max still giving her problems at school. Mm-hmm. Not the scale is not, not changing <laughs> with him. Very
2: concrete.
1: So Christina, they're having this parent night. It seems, and things get out of hand when Max really aggressively shows his feelings and towards yeah. Uh, Dylan. Goodness, all these names. <laughs> Dylan's. But what do we think of Dylan's parents and how they first handled the situation? Ugh. Is it Was it warranted that Dylan's parents reacted that way, not having known the full story? I think because they didn't know the full story, I think that's why they reacted that way. And they even said, sorry,
0: we've been... Uh... Yeah, traveling and working, so we haven't really been a part of Dylan's life. Um, So I think coming back home to this parent-teacher conference or whatever that night was, Mm -hmm. and seeing this happen and seeing the harassment, I think they were really shocked and blown away because they hadn't heard word of it at all.
2: Mm -hmm. I think that they they did react justifiably. Mm -hmm. I think that um, maybe not the whole, like, we're, you know, pulling her out of school thing. That was obviously a little dramatic it and was overboard. Overreacting. Yes. But I think that, I mean, they saw Max grab her. No, they didn't know, like, the context of it or anything. But it was clear that she did not want it to be happening. And as a parent who, you know, sees that happen to your child and then hears, like, oh, this is what's been happening. Even though they don't know the full story. Yeah. And they know that Max didn't get punished. I think I would kind of handle it the same way. I mean, hopefully maybe not in front of the entire school exactly and and
1: that's my thing it's like if you're gonna have a very understandably heated argument Mm -hmm. you you isolate yourself from a from the public you go into be adults be like can we go discuss this somewhere else in a Mm -hmm. private office it is a school they have clearly rooms that they can you know get themselves away from everybody i don't think first of all that situation was handled properly by christina and adam i mean good on them to you know back up max but it they were answering the question that we had last after show did christina treat max in the way that you know punished him in any way because it didn't seem like christina disciplined max in any way
0: it's so hard for her because she's coming from a motherly point of view and trying to figure out how do I discipline my son for his actions. But she's also coming from the headmaster point of view of how do I discipline this kid? So it's hard to remove herself from the motherly position and say, this is, you know, you should be punished in this way because she and and she's also a very emotional person too so she Mm, probably feels bad punishing anyone but let
2: alone her son. It's a struggle for her. I definitely get that but I just think I mean, she she didn't punish him at all, as far as we saw, anyway. And if anything, was,
0: I think last episode she praised him, didn't she? When they were on the she street, did. yeah,
2: she was like, she did. "Good for you, good job." And she praised him about the things she should have, but she did not uh, punish him for anything that yeah. he did. And yeah. it's not like he just did one thing, and she's like, or or even two. I mean, he did. Things that no kid should do, and that a kid would get in a whole lot of trouble yeah. for. So I definitely understand Dylan's parents being upset about him not being punished for any of it. Because I mean, if you if you can't trust, you know, your parents or your your co- child's headmaster to run the school fairly and equally, even though their child goes there, I mean, it's gonna it's gonna bring questions in everyone's mind for mm-hmm. sure.
1: Yeah, exactly, and in the fact that. You know, Christina and Adam, they were told by someone else, like an outside source, that their son is the one that's causing problems and harassing and borderline bullying, especially when they brought up the pamphlets where, like, Mm -hmm. nothing happened when he Max did that, so... It's also putting into perspective, yes, my kid is doing all these bad actions and I haven't disciplined them because it's reminding him that Max is being the bully Mm -hmm. when they started this whole school to stop bullying, to get away from that. And so that realization that my own kid, and I'm denying all that.
0: Ooh, I didn't catch on to that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so I think you know having that realization led them to have this very grown-up apology. They go to the parents' house. I don't even think we got their names but doesn't matter we'll call them dylan's parents yeah dylan's parents' <laughs> house they go to dylan's parents house and sincerely apologize
2: max's apology astounded me yeah he, and you know he's worked on his apologies before with looking someone directly in the eye and apologizing but he i don't know that i've ever seen him look dylan in the eye for more than like a quick second yeah and he looked at her straight in the face the entire time and genuinely apologized and i think you could tell that he meant it um so i was i was really proud for our little max yeah Yeah. i don't think that
0: christina or adam prepped him for that at all i don't think they're like this is what you got to say to dylan this is how you got to say you got to look her in the eye i feel like he just did that all on his own i do too came up with that apology on his own and he was very respectful Mm -hmm. very responsible and
1: Very he was mature. willing, yes. And he was willing to apologize to the parents as well because yes. the parents are getting affected,
2: right? Too. So. I think that um, also Dylan's parents kind of realized, you know, the kind of the moment that Max spoke to them, like, okay, this isn't a completely normal situation, and we definitely went a little overboard. Because, I mean, obviously you can tell from Max that there's something different about him, and so I'm sure they probably knew that he had Asperger's, but maybe not to the extent that he does, so I think it helped them a little bit to actually... Re- get to speak to him right yeah. and that's
1: what I was having problems with Dylan's parents because their their child is in for the school and she has certain behavioral conditions too and I think I was just upset that the fact that they weren't as accepting of someone else who was also having behavioral issues like right. you, you know you're in the same place too it's like mm-hmm. look in the mirror so, I mean, I'm glad that ended on a better note, and yes. they apologize, and Asperger's this is a term of endearment. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> They're sweet. best friends. Yeah.
2: Oh, I wrote this down earlier, because I love how, Ma- I mean, Max has his little one-liners every time, but I love how he said in the beginning, he's like, I'm just trying to show Dylan chivalry and strength. <laughs> chivalry <laughs> is not dead. Chivalry is
1: not dead. According
2: to Max Braverman, and I love it.
1: Do you think we- <laughs> there there's still hope for Max to have a a better more adult i mean this is his first so-called romance yes so do we think he has hope
2: i definitely think so. how many episodes do we have left
1: there's four episodes left i don't know maybe not in, know. not that i'm and not in the show
2: but i think in the fake fictional continuation <laughs> the of the braver obviously yeah
1: just the does. kids
2: Oh, yeah. that'd be so great!
1: That Minus Ruby and Sydney. Yeah, we can. They don't have to be a part of it. <laughs> no, Sorry. I mean, but, but I would watch that show. Oh, heck so yeah, absolutely. And there we go. Writers, call us. <laughs> All right, okay. We'll help you. Uh, we're getting into the more juiciness of this episode. <gasps> Zeke, mm. Zeke and Drew—they're still having their grandson grandfather moments and mm-hmm. stuff. And like, I really liked how Zeke was very happy and energetic. To the point where it's concerning for for Camille.
2: Yeah, because what do they call it? Um, I'm trying to think of the old episode of Grey's Anatomy where the they surge. did this. The surge. Okay. Yeah, you know we know exactly about, what I'm it. about Oh yeah, um, absolutely. Where someone has, uh, you know, their body is failing, and then they have a surge, and they're super energetic and doing all this stuff, and are almost mm. like Dang. back to normal, and yeah. then they crash. And I'm That's really. What That's what's happening. That's what re- but Zeke has also had. He's had a good amount of energy for the past few weeks, and we see him tonight. Still, like he's kind of wincing. Is that good it's energy it's- or is that
1: just fake energy he's putting up a front that no, everything's okay. I think it's. Fake. I'm
2: healthy. Mm-hmm. I think mean, it's fake, but it's it's good fake energy. It's good that he's at least trying. Yeah, I
0: think he's trying. I think he's trying to be back to normal. So he might be pushing it a little bit more
2: to try to seem normal. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a little fake. Well, that's what's, I mean, that's ultimately what's killing him. No pun intended, yeah, but yeah. um it's because he can't, he can't be normal. He, you know, and it's the same thing. So many people go through every day. You can't drive your own car. You can't you know, take your wife he on an amazing anniversary trip because you can't fly. Yeah, he
1: can't be at the state that he used to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as, I think it's hard for him to as understand. a younger man because he is an older man, and he's even reminiscing about the time when he was in Vietnam, mm-hmm. writing letters to Camille in Paris or uh, no, they're in France, not Paris, just yeah, France. France. Yeah, but and he even wants to take Millie back to Shea. Chez- Marie. Marie Marie. How romantic.
0: Gosh, that is just the
1: sweetest thing ever. That'd be a dream
0: come true. That's romantic.
1: Take (laughs) note. Take (laughs) note from Zeke. Take note from Zeke. (laughs) Anyone can learn from this show. Oh, yes. Uh, So he wants to book this travel plan for the anniversary to Chez Marie in France. And Camille's not having it. No.
2: And I kind of was sad whenever Drew told her. You but know, he because... you tell her everything, though. I know, yeah. but she, you know... But good on obviously- Drew
1: for having, you know, his concerns. Like, um, you shouldn't be doing this. You shouldn't even be... You can't drive a car, let alone right. fly in an
2: airplane. Right. I just... I'm like, come on. Maybe it was the scene when, uh, Zeke was like, I trusted you. You that let me down. It. You know that, right? I mean, and Drew, like, kind of took it like a man. I thought he was gonna... They break down for a little bit, but he didn't. Yeah, and I don't know. I just obviously I know everyone has their concerns as they should, but it's like you got to take that away from him.
1: I know, and you know, Drew's having all these great moments with you, Zeke. But you mean that's not right to make Drew feel bad about that thing that he doesn't have control over that, Mm
2: -hmm. and he can't help it. He's he's concerned about his grandfather, but yeah, like a good grandchild should, right? Yeah. It's tough for him to take that in, though.
1: Yeah. So, but when Camille finds out, what did we think Camille's reaction was surprising? It was kind of a surprise to me that she's, like, after everything. She knew. She's like, yes, you know what? Let's go.
2: I was a little bit surprised by it, only because I thought... That she would, you know, still be like, oh, that's so lovely, but we just can't, you know, with everything. But I think she handled it. I think that would have kind of crushed his spirit even more. But, you know, she made sure to throw in the line, like, after we talked to the doctor, um, let's do it. We We can can still go." go. And I think she's kind of realizing this is, like, what he needs. and. You know, he even he didn't say it, but he almost said it, like about you know them. It might be the last time they're able to do something. Last moments. I think she's kind of realizing that as well, um, but also still being cautionary.
0: So, speaking of last moments, I feel like every episode, you know, Zeke has a moment with someone, and Mm -hmm. I think that (laughs) although it wasn't super super sad, it wasn't. I mean, it was still pretty emotional. I think that his. His last moment could have been with Camille. This episode, um, it was a very tough. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. It was just. Everything. Everything. <laughs> I ruined everything. No, but
1: we have to get to it. I so. think it's
0: just. Uh, it was. It was hard to watch, but I think it was a really beautiful moment that they shared together. Because I think, kind of, from this point on, it might just go downhill.
1: Oh, it's it's certainly definitely looking that way. Yeah. Uh-huh. Because especially in that conversation there there was that quiet pause moment where zeke was just quiet and you knew that like he couldn't even say it. it's like i i know this is my time mm-hmm. so let's do everything now like the end is near and yeah. is i feel when people know they just know mm-hmm. and i think zeke's at that point and then camille even got to that point like she knew mm-hmm. so that's why she's like <sighs> yes let's go and then they're sleeping in bed he's having what well, seems like another heart attack. Mm-hmm. At least he was able to get Camille's attention. Be like, call the ambulance, something's mm-hmm. wrong.
2: I thought for a minute that he was having a stroke. Because, uh, you know, he couldn't really talk. and mm-hmm. Which is also, like, what happens when you have a heart attack, too. But it's because of the face, the way that his face was whenever he was laying, I guess. But that, ugh, you just see the pain in his face and the agony. And then Camille, ugh, I... I Honestly, I literally can't talk about
0: it. I, I really can't. It's it, it is, is rough, heartbreaking.
2: I don't.
1: Mm-hmm. I just don't know. Ugh, you I, can't end an episode like that either. That is a horrible cliffhanger.
2: January the eighth. January eighth. Come back. That's no. That, that
1: is torturous. That is mean. That is <laughs> very mean. That is cruel. I love you, NBC Parenthood, but no, you can't do that to but us not tonight.
0: We do not love you guys. Not tonight. right no.
1: now. You are. <laughs> I'm not liking you. Oh, I said, write a letter. <laughs> Yes, no, this, this is my letter. This I don't know to
2: who, but we're writing a letter to someone they and sending them this.
1: Oh, my goodness. Okay, I, we'll get there. Yeah. I can't believe and that we can't
0: we'll talk there. about it. Like, it's so hard for us to well, I think understand and what's going on and, yeah, and take it all in. It's just we don't even want to talk about it. Well, it's, we don't want to discuss like it. Like,
2: this is something that we've, you know, obviously predicted for a long time, mm-hmm. um, have been – expecting something like this to happen, but it's just when it does I mean that literally was agonizing oh, for me, for all of us. That was yeah. horrible. And I just it's like now that it could potentially actually be happening, it's like, wait, is this actually going to happen? Yeah. He's so young to me, you know, like obviously he has so energetic. He's, yeah. The thing Yeah. He and mentally he's still he's still young, he's still ready there. to go, but he physically. has the
1: memories still trap. Mm-hmm. So.
2: It's it's just tough to see him like that.
1: Yeah, it it really is. Um, okay, moving on. <laughs> There's enough to say about that. <sighs> yeah, Joel, Team Joel and Julia, <laughs> Team Julia. Okay, so my babies. The, oh yeah, I think they're everybody's babies. <laughs> oh, yeah, but okay, so we see. This is this episode is so hard. I don't know how we're gonna get through this. Either. I know. Okay, bear with us. We're getting, we're getting there. <laughs> Joel and Julia, they the they have to they have to sign the divorce papers. What do we think of Julia and how she... Or her perspective on this. We'll do both perspectives. Julia's perspective. April, you take this away. Thinking that Joel was the one that bailed. That left. In talking to Camille, and I love how Camille says it, marriage is forgiveness.
2: It's all about forgiveness. I think Julia, you know, she kind of split it up in different parts of this episode tonight. But I think for a good, like, half of the episode, I'm like, what a brat. Like, no, come on. And I just kept... I keep thinking, you know, okay, Joel is absolutely the one who bailed, but he... I think they're making... They're putting too much blame on him. You know, it's not just... Like, he... They're forgetting how very, very, very hurt he was. Not even just about the Ed stuff, but about so many other things. And then it's like, he didn't... I mean, he he did leave, he got an apartment, but he didn't say, let's get a divorce right then, you know? Like, it was something that he wanted to think about. He
1: physically left, though. Yes.
2: And so, uh, it is, you know, he did leave in a time where he probably shouldn't have, because it's not like she actually did outright cheat on him. You know, everything was very circumstantial. Good on
1: Julia, too. They both recognize their faults. Julia says, you know... It was I. I made mistakes too with Ed, and that is why we're here. Mm-hmm. So, but yes. there's always a
2: but. She's there like, is always a but. Yeah. There's always two sides to a story. She's like, but he did this. So it's kind of like they're just toying with who did the worst thing, and it's all falling on Joel. And you know, he did leave, which was obviously the deal breaker. But I think I don't know. It's like I'm practice what you preach, and she's so was seemingly not willing to even kind of really talk about it. She did go to lunch with him, but then she's like, I can't handle it. And that's what she wanted with him. To
1: for dinner. Dinner.
2: Okay, dinner. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, no, it,
1: no, it was lunch, but that looked like dinner. It did, yeah. yeah. I mean, that was a like nighttime romantic. That's a yeah. romantic lunch. Mm-hmm. That was not lunch. So, no. here
0: are my thoughts on Julia. I feel like she is a lawyer, and so she's very stubborn. And I think it's her personality that she has to be right. And she Mm -hmm. made this decision, okay, I'm going to sign the papers. I'm going to continue seeing Chris Jeffries. And so she has to follow through with that because she doesn't want to be wrong. Mm -hmm. Now, she knew darn well where she was going for lunch with Joel. She knows all about that place. She knows his tactics. I think if she really did want to end the marriage, she would have said, nope, we're meeting at a Taco Bell. We're going (laughs) to get, it's going to be a 10 second thing. You're signing the papers and we're peacing out. It's not gonna be a sit-down romantic dinner. Let's let's relive the past and talk about the first time we ever did, you know, dated here. And I, she knew darn well what she was getting herself into. Yeah. And I don't feel bad for her uh, confusion or anything. I think yeah. she kind of brought it on herself because she needs to be right. And she went to lunch with Joel at v- Vitelli's. Is that mm. what it's called?
1: Yeah, um, their, their first date where they yeah. had their first
0: date. I think she obviously doesn't want it to end, but she continues to go through with wanting him to sign the papers. I'm not sure why, um, other than the fact that she just needs to be right and move on. sometimes you
1: just do have to just pull the plug. Because that's when they rip the band-aid off, because Mm -hmm. that's the only way to end something.
0: But I don't think she to, really wants it to end, though.
1: I don't think she does, either. Well, clearly not. Yeah. No. no. <laughs> all right. Joel, do we think... Okay, because we see from Joel's perspective now that he he does admit he's the one that left. He didn't keep up his marriage vow. Mm-hmm. And then when he was saying all those things at lunch, mm-hmm. he says, you know, he's going to do everything in his power to be that husband. If... Julia will take him back.
0: Mm-hmm. I love that he said, "I love you so much." Me too. I thought that was yeah. so. He's just he's doing he's doing so well. He's mm-hmm. so real. These last couple episodes, he's being so honest and opening up his heart again, and possibly getting hurt again. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
2: And I'm just proud of him.
1: But it's also taking ownership in your mistakes as well. Yeah. yeah, and making amends for it.
2: Yes, I was so ridiculously mad at Joel last season. Whenever all the stuff was happening, and and, and I both. was I was mad at him for leaving and it's to me it's just so obvious at this point that he is so torn up about it and you know just like Camille said people make mistakes have you ever made a mistake she said to Julia and she's like yes I have and that's I think why we're he's, here yeah. yeah so that's why I'm kind of like maybe I'm I empathize with him a little more because you know even though Julia was very apologetic at that time and Joel was so like hard nosed And, um, you know, I was mad at him then, but it's, to me, I I feel like he's trying maybe a smidge harder than she did at that time. So that's why I'm kind of like, oh, come on. Yeah. But,
0: um, I think during that time she was just wanting him to forgive her. It it was about forgiveness at that time. She was like, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. What does it take for you to forgive me? I'm sorry. What do you want from me? And he's like, I'm, I'm telling you everything. I'm spilling my (laughs)
1: heart out. I just bought you. We I know. want them together. Okay, now when we see them, because she signs the papers, mm-hmm. he can't. They really start to get together. Yeah. No, He's I think like,
0: he does. Doesn't he? Doesn't he sign No, it? No. He picks he up didn't the sign pen. It. Oh, he didn't. He that didn't was sign the it?
1: longest twenty seconds ever. He picks up the pen. We're all like breathless over here, and we can't even breathe. Yeah. And and. <laughs> it's like he can't talk about it, but <laughs> she, like, just goes, she, she, he, he she just She he just sits there and he can't sign the papers.
2: Y'all, they have the and
1: then they start kissing. Way to toy with our emotions, right? NBC Parenthood. They have
2: the <laughs> hottest chemistry. I oh feel like goodness. I mean it's just even just or and it's not even like that. It's just hot. It's just like emotional like I'm like do you two love each other oh they do oh for sure um even though they're both like married practically well I know he is and she's engaged Mm -hmm. yeah so anyway but I'm like they just have they have a I feel like honestly have a real connection Mm -hmm. and just the moment where they're just it's I feel like that's really hard for an actor to do to just kind of like stare at another person for that long and have it mean that much and they like killed it, and I literally—we're all—we had been like sitting like this in our chairs, and then we're all like, "I mean, Straight up
0: our jaws were on the floor. We yeah. couldn't just, talk. All, I mean, yeah, it was just—we were just awestruck.
1: Literally, the last three minutes of this episode, I don't think anyone Nothing. said a word. No. We were just—I
0: don't think we breathed at all. Mm. No, not. We were Just our hearts
2: were stopped. We're lucky to be alive right yeah. now. Yeah,
1: <laughs> like I don't know how we're still talking yeah. about this.
2: I. Knew some. I'm like, oh, this is about to take a turn. Whenever her and Chris not, not Mr. Jeffries, oh. I literally, oh, I, it's so hard for me not to say that. I don't know why. Her and Chris Jeffries. Whenever he's like, I need something. I need, I need change. And she's like, stop pressuring me. I'm like, oh, this is. Was about to take a turn for yeah, the okay. worst. And well, I'm, sin- I'm grinning from ear to ear the whole scene. I'm like, you oh, are, <laughs>
1: you totally were. I do. F- okay. Do you think when Chris was saying that he was right, though? I I think I, so. Especially I think so too. a couple episodes back when he, he when you know at the end of the episode he's like, "There's no pressure whatsoever mm-hmm. with you and Joel and where we stand in our relationship." And now, I mean, if you're together for that long, if you're going to have a relationship and move forward, you should had the right to be like, where do we stand? Mm-hmm. Are you still with Joel? Are you with me? I mean, it's unfortunate to give that type of ultimatum, especially in her situation, right then and there. On that day, she couldn't yeah, do but- it. I understand that. That's frustrating for him. Mm-hmm. But I still think it's right that he needs to know, too, because he's also getting affected.
0: I can see it both ways. I think it was a... Probably not the best call on his part to timing. have that discussion. Yeah, timing. timing is everything. I I think you know he probably could have picked a better time to have that conversation with her since she had just gotten back from lunch, where she abruptly left and didn't have him sign the papers, didn't have Joel sign the papers. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I kind of I kind of understand that he wants something from her, but she's not. She still has to figure her own stuff out first, and I think that he needs to give her the space.
2: I kind of get it. I mean, I I think that, I you know, he's obviously no one wants to feel pressured and it is, you know, kind of putting the pressure on a little bit, even though, you know, that's not how he means to do it. He just needs some sort of answer so he can go on with his life because, I mean, everyone in the entire universe knows that getting a divorce, no matter how you feel about someone, is really tough. And there are, you know, Joel and Julia aren't in like a we hate each other this is terrible situation. So not at all. you, you we you you love each
1: other so much. We're so frustrated yeah. with each other.
2: <laughs> you see, a lot of people kind of stay married for the just for the sole fact of not having to sign those papers, and that's kind are of they, where I the think kids and right. Yeah, that's a
0: huge issue too. That's kind they of where two. I
2: think he's thinking that Julia was going to stay if he didn't apply some sort of pressure, because you know I think he probably would ultimately give her the time that she needs but having something so indefinite is tough and then you know i definitely see it from her perspective because you never know how much time it's going to take you but if that's something you're going to go through with then you know you have to you got to figure something out and i think yeah, they yeah. Did. make a decision right
1: and i think the word of the day is forgiveness mm-hmm. because they they both own up to their actions And they want to meaning
0: Joel and Julia. Yes, Joel
1: and Julia, Team Julia. Julia. They they both own up to their actions, and they realize that they were both in the wrong for certain different things. Julia says that she doesn't know if she can forgive Joel, but the thing is, is I think they have to forgive themselves first. Mm -hmm. Forgive themselves for what they did to each other, for what they did to themselves. Mm -hmm. And once you have that self realization, like you know what, I made mistakes. I'm human. Okay, now I can forgive myself. Now I can forgive someone else. I think Mm -hmm.
0: Joel's come to that realization. I think he's forgiven himself for walking out on the family. Mm -hmm. I think Julia is still a little bit stubborn and hasn't really forgiven herself for Ed. Um, But I think in the next four episodes. We'll see it happen.
2: Yeah. See so, yeah. how I was saying that I thought she was kind of like a brat-ish at the beginning of the episode. At the end of the episode, I thought she took a turn, not just because of the hot makeout session that they had on the couch, but just because of the fact that she, you know, she signed the papers, yes, but it was clear that, even to me as she was signing the papers, I'm like, she does not want to do this. She but did a, it out of anger, yeah, out of frustration. Mm-hmm. She, mm-hmm. But at yeah. least she's making some sort of move. And I think maybe it kind of took that, honestly, it might have taken her, like, signing the paper to be like, holy crap, I just signed this paper. So I am I was proud of her at the end. Yeah,
1: the visual reinforcement that this is the end.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Doesn't look
1: like it, though. No. Nope. Doesn't feel like it But, either. you know,
2: now that you say they didn't show him, like, they... I don't think he signed the papers, but I feel like they did... He did not sign ...a papers. good job of, like, not showing that whatsoever. Like, they kind of, like, cut off his hand that entire time. But I, I feel
1: like we would have seen a little movement. They probably would have, like, zoomed in and focused in on it. Oh, hadn't yeah. Done it. They... Had he... I... No. He did not sign those papers. Huh. We, we could get to predictions, but it, the way they shot it and whatnot, he, he held up the pen. Sound effects, you did not hear any pen writing... Like True. scratching oh, yeah, and writing that. on the paper, you would hear that. Mm-hmm. So, I, but I think and they have he was music just sitting. though. Yeah, he was just sitting there, and you can tell he didn't want to sign it. And, and then, like, longingly look at each other. It was, just, it was just like all those emotions culminating, and it ended up the way it did. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: And I'm so happy, I'm yeah. happy about that.
1: <laughs>
2: do we think? <laughs> okay, I'm, happy. I'm gonna
1: ask this every episode, but do we think they're going to get? Divorced now. After even after all that went down, do
2: we think they're going to get divorced? Yeah, no.
1: Are we going to go through? No, no, no. Me, me, neither. (laughs) neither. We agree.
2: Oh my goodness! What else?
1: What else? So there. (sighs) So what? Again, there. Uh, There was so much in this episode. Mark's wife is pregnant, also yeah that that was another time bomb mm-hmm. uh, uh, another bomb on us uh oh, we heard that amber has six weeks to go six weeks to go time flies and in literally in real time six weeks that's when we're going to be back yeah that's, do you think she's, she's going to be having her baby? baby the
0: next episode or do you think it'll be the last
1: episodes when she has a baby I think they might save it for the last. You think so? That or or cliffhanger kind of uh, situation. No cliffhanger, please. They're they're definitely gonna play that out though.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, something I thought about that I wrote down. Whenever Joel and Julia were at um, lunch together, and he was talking to her about how he felt and everything, it I thought it was very kind of poignant that he said um, he said he felt shame and didn't feel like he deserved to be in her life anymore. And I think that's what uh, kind of made her realize, I have to stop torturing someone or beating them up. move yeah. forward. And that's kind of where she went from there. Yeah. I. And then she was mean to Mr. Jeffries. And then her and Joel made out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and it's a happy ending. Yeah, yeah the happier ending. All mm-hmm. right. So let's get into a little bit of news. Yeah. We? After
0: Buzz TV News.
1: I do have a couple fun photos, but before we get to that, actually, there um, a, a few fun things happen. We know if you love Parenthood and if you love Lauren Graham, because I certainly <laughs> do. Yeah. Oh, do you? Yes. No. <laughs> oh, yeah. What? Um, speaking of shows that are evergreen, like Parenthood, will be, Gilmore Girls is actually having a reunion. Oh, really? Oh, wow! Yeah. They're having cool. a reunion at uh, Austin, Texas. They're having a TV convention, uh, a weekly, uh, a yearly, sorry, a yearly convention in June of 2015. Oh, nice. I I like to keep our conversations evergreen, but... Talking about shows that will last forever, Gilmore Girls will certainly last forever. Very nice. For sure. So if you're a fan of that show, you should definitely tune into that in the summer. Mm-hmm. Six so, months
0: from now, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> so
1: we will have Lauren Graham, Alexis Bledel, and Amy Palladino all together. Cool. Again. You gotta go. I'd am love to. <laughs> I've crashed that. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. And then a couple fun, fun photos. If we can see them, Please. Our first one, I mean, on social media, of course. Sam Sam Jager, um, he he Instagrammed or Instagram or tweeted, I believe, his the oh well, this particular one actually. Well, yeah, we'll go to this one. Yeah, Um sure. this this is a screen cap of his short film that he wrote and directed. Oh wow, that's available on YouTube. The the short is called. Oh, I had it in my notes here. Uh, plain Clothes. I like it. Wow. got to watch that tonight. Yes, it is available up on YouTube. It's only 10 minutes long. Definitely check it out. He wrote and directed it, and it's one of those realistic stories. You should just watch him. Watch his talent, because... I mean, he's at, super talented yeah, yeah. Yeah, now. After Parenthood, he definitely has another career ahead of That's him. That's so cool. I'm so excited
2: to see it. Yeah. yeah. And
1: then our next photo... Also from his account on Twitter, he posted a picture of Savannah and Erica the at Graham the girl. ice rink, saying, "The Graham Girls—they're so cute." That is super cute. Aww, Graham. what a happy
2: little family. Oh,
1: they—it seems like a happy yeah, family. That's a positive shot How right there. How cute is that? So even if their relationship is rocky on the show, it seems great in real life. Yeah, Good.
0: At least we have that. Yeah. So oh. that's all I have for the and photos. Then, did you? You guys obviously heard about. Um, Erica Christensen getting engaged. She got yes. engaged, I didn't yes. know that she was dating a cyclist or it was a, yeah, her boyfriend, cyclist, fiance, uh, Cole no. Manis. So, yeah. Congratulations, like, Erica. Yeah, congrats.
1: That's, and you know, it's great to know the cast have fun, real, real lives yeah. after the show, especially when the show ends, that their Definitely. lives are still moving forward. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get to predictions. Predictions. <laughs> Now you're after Buzz TV predictions. Okay, what you got? What you got? So pff, that preview—all these previews are killing me. They're horrible, but because all we see is Zeke is crashing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. at the hospital, his health is taking a, a dramatic turn, going downhill. Not I mean, even turning; it's just going straight downhill. We heard the
0: flatline too. Did we? I—I mm-hmm. I mean, it didn't. And they see called for a crash cart. But
2: what?
1: Oh, they, cra- the they can call
2: for a crash cart whenever dead. someone flatlines. Oh realize, let's let's my god! Defibrillators
1: out, because well, he's having a heart attack. Mm-hmm. From what we're led to believe, another heart attack. It wouldn't be his first. Do we really think he's going to die, guys? I think he is. Yeah. 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 Okay. And
0: here's my reason why I feel like they've been setting us up for it. And yes, it could come out of the blue that it's someone else. But I just think they're setting us up for it so much that we are mentally prepared. We love the Bravermans. We don't want anything bad to happen to we them. We don't want anybody so to die. the fact that we're kind of getting used to it and it, we're slowly understanding it and slowly accepting it, mm-hmm. it'll be less of a blow rather than just some yeah, oddball she. character.
2: Yep. I think he is, but I'm still gonna go with the, it could be someone random, and I... I'm still going with Crosby. I, I was reading a Reddit article before this that was saying they think it's going to be Crosby too because Crosby has those huge ties with everyone in the family, and which they all do. But, you know, Crosby is their little brother. He means so much to all of them and all the nieces and nephews. And I 99% think it's going to be Zeke. But I think I'm, I'm keeping the curveball aspect <laughs> in there as well.
1: Okay. If Crosby died, what do you think it would be?
2: I think it There's would be a, resi- a residual thing from his Internal accident, bleeding? Or he could get into another accident. He didn't, you know, we, his that's last too, scene last that's week. That's too he, easy. He, he didn't You've no- seen,
1: uh, we've already seen a car crash in this episode, in we this have, show. We have,
2: but last week we see he didn't wear his helmet either. And so he could be in a depressed state, drinking, gets into another really bad accident. I just think that would know. be I
0: don't know. a terrible way for us viewers to see the end of the show. To be a curveball. Like you said, a curveball.
2: I I don't think that's fair to us. We deserve better, guys. Crosby is my heart. He's the last person who I would want to die. So I just, you know, I don't know know what I'm thinking. Show makes my mind crazy. Zeke's going to die.
1: Yeah. I'm going to say it until my prediction is is true. Uh. I don't want him to die. But he's he's going, you guys. The way they're building him up. He's reminiscing every single episode. He's having moments with everybody. He knows it. Yeah. I know. He's I know. having his surge, and we're seeing it. And he knows it. We're not going to be seeing uh, him
0: the any longer.
1: Know we know it. All right. We have six weeks. That's ridiculous. <sighs> yeah. I'm, I'm That's very crazy. upset about that. I'm going to miss y'all. I know. <laughs> but over that time, where can everyone keep talking to you about this amazing show?
2: You guys can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Kelly Kinez. And y'all can find me on Twitter and Instagram at April Enhance.
1: And you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at TV. You can follow all of us here on social media at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at TV. Definitely check out our after show and download us on iTunes. Keep rating, keep commenting, keep subscribing. Check out all of our other after shows we do here. We do tons. Yeah. And we will see you in January.
0: In six weeks. In the new for year. For our next
1: episode. We're like, oh, no. <laughs>